Hello and welcome to the podcast, Tech Marketing Trends. My name is Jacob Blumenbrand and I'm the Managing Director of Bright Vision as well host of this podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about bringing creativity to the sales process and exploration of prospecting techniques. And I have a guest with me here today, Mafalda Johansson, who is Director of Business Development and Customer Success at Wonderway. Welcome to our podcast, Mafalda. So happy no, to have you with us. Thank you so much for inviting. Super happy to be here and to talk about this great topic with you. <laughs> so am I, so am I. Really, really interesting. And uh, uh, you have an interesting background. So before we dive into, you know, the creativity of the sales process, you need to give us an overview of who you are and what are you doing and so forth. Absolutely. So um, as you mentioned really well, I'm the, been the business development and customer success director at Wonderway. Wonderway, in a nutshell, is a startup in Berlin. We are a sales enabling platform for sales teams. So we deliver the right training to the right uh, rep in order to drive revenue ultimately. And about me a bit. So I've, I lived in different countries in South Korea and the States. I'm from Portugal. I live in Germany. I've worked in sales most of my life, but also working in operations, in tourism, in SaaS, still working in SaaS. Um, yeah, I, I'm also very into uh, arts and therefore the creativity topics. So when I was younger, I did music school, I did theater, I read a lot. I do the marketing on my free time of a music band. So I, and I think, you know, creativity is really a needed skill in business and in sales. And I think that's why we are here today. <laughs> it is. And you're very passionate about, you know, uh, creativity in, in sales and marketing. So I'm so happy to talk with you about that. And uh, could you give us, maybe we should start there and, and dive into this topic a little bit, which I think is really important because as everybody knows, there's a lot of the same, uh, the sea of sameness when it comes to sales and marketing messaging that we all meet every day on LinkedIn or, you know, wherever we, we are. <laughs> and so forth. Uh, so how can incorporating creativity into the sales prospect, and especially when it comes to talking to new clients and prospecting techniques, uh, how to yeah. differentiate your product or service? So basically, um, as I mentioned, right? So we sell sales enablement platform. So we, so our prospecting has to be impeccable as well, because, you know, it's, it would be it would give a really bad image if we don't know how to prospect and we are selling a sales enablement tool, right? And so for us, it's important that our prospecting is like top notch, um, and and that's a way to also not only differentiate ourselves, capture the noise, being able to book meetings, but also it's it's the image of our company and our um, solution. Um, the way we do it, so. Um, before we go into, you know, getting creative it, at anything, you should be good at the thing first, right? So I, uh, you can be, you can have great ideas to write the book, but first you need to learn how to write, how to do punctuation, right, grammar and all of that. And once you are really good at it, then you can start being creative. Same with music. You first learn how to play the guitar and then you can create your music, right? Um, and it's the same for sales. So it's really important to be creative because competition is fierce. There's a recession. 
um, we want to, you know, also uh, create this great image, but we can never forget the principles of sales before we go into that. So before we send a creative email, we should learn how to write a good email, how to understand the persona, uh, your product, how do your product help your persona. And then once we understand that, we can start iterating. So it's really important to have the basics covered to then, you know, be, be creative about it. Um, creativity wise. Um, so as, as I mentioned, uh, many times it is a skill, right? So problem solving is part of creativity. So people who are really good at problem solve, solving, they are creative. So we don't have to be in arts to be creative. Um, and like anything in arts, you know, the practice ma makes the, the perfect and creativity, you can totally train that skill because it's not a magic, a magic theory. Like everyone thinks it's like, oh, I was born creative. Things happen in my head and other people that they cannot come up with anything, but probably you trained that already. Right. So if you play an instrument when you're younger, if you read a lot, if you do a lot of riddles, if you you are unconsciously and directly training your creativity. And if you haven't done none of that, there are ways to train your creativity as you can train any skill. So. Yeah. Oh, and uh, why do you think we are so bad at training our creativity skills? Because I think most people have the notion that I'm not creative or he or she is really creative or so, but, uh, uh, and how come we don't train our skills in that in sales and marketing more than we do? I think it's really lack of knowledge, to be honest, is, 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 is the myth that creativity were born with it or not. I'm not saying that we are not born with certain talents as well. You know, I was always more into, you know, literature than mathematics, right? So we are born as well with natural talents. What I mean is, you know, there's a very famous sentence that's like genius is 2% of talent, 98% of dedication. And I'm talking about this 98%, right? So I think people, uh, first are not aware that you can train creativity, therefore they don't, and they don't know how to train or they think it's associated with arts. Right. Mm -hmm. And I also, because probably because I was training, you know, musical instruments and theater and etc. I am a cre I'm a very creative person. And when I tried to make my teams, you know, I managed my business development team and I was like, Hey guys, you should do these, you should do that. And I was like, how, like, how does your brain work? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I just, my, I just, I have ideas that come to my brain, but that doesn't help anyone. It's like, if I tell my team, I don't know, I have things are in my brain. So I started investigating. I was like, no, there is, must be a way that I can explain what's going on in my brain and transmit that to my team so they don't need me anymore to create things for them. Mm -hmm. So, and I started investigating and I read a couple of good books. I can really recommend The Grammar of Fantasy from Gianni Hodari, which is um, an Italian author and he used to write children's book. And he created the, the, the principles, the grammar of fantasy, which is mm -hmm. There are things we can consciously do to create new concepts. And those are the principles. So I teach those principles to my team. I actually, I have a webinar and 
about that. Anyone can access that Wonder Waste page where I talk about all the shifting uh, principles. Mm. And and if you do that, no matter how non-creative you are, it's impossible to not create something new mm. with those. So you need to give those um, you know, tools to your teams to empower them mm. to be creative. Wow. And then, like any other thing, languages, sports, you practice. You know, you start with a basic, you practice, and you will get, eventually you will get there. But you need to give some, you know, actionable insights that they can apply right away in a conscious way. And that's why I think, um, yeah, most people are not training on that because they always associate with arts and natural talents. Do you work as a sales, marketing, or channel manager and would like to generate great leads to your B2B tech company? Then we are here for you. By creating a qualified sales pipeline and strengthen your position in the tech industry, we help you grow. Depending on your needs, we use effective strategies like inbound marketing, telemarketing, account-based marketing, and paid media. Get more information on brightvision.com. So interesting. And uh, that is so cool that uh, you have developed a process around uh, how, how to apply creativity to sales and marketing in this webinar, which we read up a little bit uh, in the research for this podcast. And could you give us some specific examples from your, uh, yeah, from your research and uh, your process there, how you can apply it to prospecting? That would Absolutely. Really Absolutely. So I can give you like a couple of principles and how they translate into, you know, uh, that would be emails. most interesting to hear. Absolutely. So one of the one of the principles is, for example, ch- change of color. Right. So you have a horse, you have the blue color. If you can make a blue horse, right? Blue horses don't exist. So you create something new by changing one element, which is color. This is one of the principles, right? Another one, and that's the one I use a lot, for example, on uh, creative emails, is merge of elements so when we merge for example um an iphone an iphone or a smartphone is a merge of elements you join a telephone a note taker a camera etc and then you have a new device but nothing on the smartphone didn't exist before right so you merge those elements so you can also merge elements on a sales email for example uh i once saw um a prospect who really liked hip hop, which is not uncommon in sales. Most salespeople love hip hop. I'm included. And I wanted to pitch uh, to him our cold calling training. So I switched the lyrics from Lose Yourself from Eminem, but adapted to to cold calling. So suddenly he was nervous, not for the rap battle, but for the cold callings uh, that he or she was about to do. So I merged like a, a sales email with a famous rap lyrics. So this is, for example, how you consciously can apply a creativity principle without having to be this mastermind of, of creativity. I, it was a conscious decision, right? The other element that you can use is, for example, change of substance. So I created an email that was in a poem form. So poems, they have a certain form that's very different from emails, but I can write a poem with the content of a sales email. 
So that's another way that consciously I can use those principles to actually apply to sales. Thank you. Well, interesting. And those are quite achievable things that everybody could do, I suppose, uh, more or less with some training or, or nudging. Well, that's so interesting. And when it comes to training sales professionals, and uh, since you're representing a training company and so forth that have a process of this, how do you see, because I'm also coming from the sales industry and we have a lot of, you know, this is the best script and our high performers are doing it like this. So we try to process everything and build systems and checklists and, you know, so it's, it's an anti-creative environment uh, that we many times create for salespeople. Uh, how do you see the, yeah. And how do you see the balance between being creative and, you know, drawing outside the line, so to say, and sticking to a sales script or a process that obviously yeah. somebody else have fine-tuned or so. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, and that's a very good question that the line is blurred, right? So it's really hard to know where to draw the line, but I would say like processes in sales are essential. A good process will help you achieve your results, right? So most companies who don't have processes, they struggle. Um, same with scripts. And someone developed a script because hopefully because it worked. <laughs> I hope that was the reason. So, but I see processes and I see scripts as the foundation. Essential, but once you learn that, you can iterate. That's why I'm saying creativity should come after the process, not before. Right? So have a process that you know it works for most people. Those people should learn it really well. Learn how to do a really good cold call, how to write a really good email, making sure you do all the follow-ups. And you can be creative and still stick to the process. I love processes. And I can tell like most artists that you think they're really creative, they are very disciplined. And that's why they achieve greatness because they have a process and they have a discipline. Many of them, obviously, there are exceptions. People work differently. So it's you can totally and you should follow the process that makes sense, but make it better and make it better and make work for you is where creativity comes in. But if you haven't learned how to do a proper cold call, you cannot start, you know, creating crazy ideas on how to do an opening and you can make small changes. So when you create something new, it hasn't, doesn't have to be totally out of the box can be, let me try this new CTA, right? So it haven't changed anything. You just change one part, right? Or let me try this new call opener to see if I'm more likely to, you know, to keep the prospect on the phone. Or let me see if the next time I write a follow-up email, I put the actions first and then the summary after to see if, you know, I can engage more. So you don't have, you shouldn't, and you don't have to destroy the whole process. You can iterate and A-B test. And I can tell you, many of my experiments fail, and that's fine. <laughs> I learned with it, then I told my colleagues, oh, I don't do it. I've tried, been there, done that, it will work. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Fantastic. And, you know, you work at Wonderway, uh, sales performance platform, as you told us, that aims to increase uh, training uh, revenue for companies uh, per rep and so forth by sales training and so forth, as I understood it. 
how, how do you incorporate the aspect of creativity in your platform where you, you know, really structured and, you know, one training and blah, 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 and all that. How do you, how do you implement that on a, on a, on a scale, so to say? Absolutely. That's a very good question. Well, first, um, all the creative trainings I do are accessible in our library. So that's one of the, the ways, but also we, our, our platform, and that's completely, uh, credit for the amazing product and design team we have, which I'm definitely not much involved besides giving them insights from my customers. But we have a platform that makes you practice what you've learned, right? And once again, we, as we talked for the last like half an hour, creativity as a skill needs practice. So every time in our platform, you learn, for example, good practices on how to write a good email. The assessment will be write a good email. Or if you give you training on how to improve your LinkedIn profile, the assessment is show me that you make the changes on your LinkedIn profile. So we created a platform that all the assessments are related to your daily job. So the sales rep doesn't feel that he or she is losing their time in theories that will never apply. It's really obvious how they can apply to their daily job and hopefully they'll be happier to, to come back to the platform and learn more. And, but once again, all of that great work, creative work, totally credit to my design and product teams because they, they've done a, a great job on that. And we also have a couple of creativity exercises. I've done that to my team, even though those, I see them more as you go once to the, to the gym and if you don't go back, it's that training didn't mean much. And those are also a bit the trick with creativity exercises that you do here and there. It's fun. It sparks the motivation in the team. But once every, I don't know, six months, it doesn't really work. It should be something you should continuously do um, every week while you're working as well. Yeah. Fantastic. Alan, where do you see uh sales teams or sales persons make mistake when trying to be creative and maybe overdoing it or or <laughs> trying underdoing to, uh, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, do you see any typical mistakes you could you know oh, yeah. recommend us to avoid doing <laughs> yes yes i can first is actually thinking that creativity is a talent natural talent so uh, if their sales rep is this kind of person who thinks that he or she's more very creative, that's already the first mistake because people think they cannot learn, right? So that's the first mistake. And the second one is jumping the gun. And it's a good, like good performers and ambitious sales reps. They love to go into action, which is great. But sometimes they, ex they skip a bit the basics. So. What I'm saying is there's like, oh, I have this great idea for this email, but if you haven't understood your persona and the challenge, you can write the most crazy out of the box email. If it's not relevant to the CTO, they're probably not going to get anywhere. Right? Mm -hmm. So what I see a lot is not learning the basics properly, especially persona wise, focusing too much on the product and then trying mm -hmm. to make up for the lack of results with creative things before actually having the basics covered like a process 
if you forget to follow up, right? If you um, are not clear with the pain, there is no creativity that, that can save you here. Or maybe you can make people laugh. It doesn't mean that you will book a call. So, and then if you have everything covered, you should actually, um, uh, you know, see creativity as something you can train and try and not be afraid to try because I think people don't try it that much. So I, I don't think there is a, an overdue of creativity. I think it's exactly the opposition. Like people don't try, they are afraid of trying. And then you have organizations who don't allow people. There's like, you have to write this email. It's like, yeah, but the email is great. Or is not, if the email is converting, sure. But if you know, you're not booking anything with that email, why are you making a rep? And most reps are like, sure, I'm going to do whatever they tell me to do. Because at the end of the day, like they told me, I do it. I get my salary. I don't care. And uh, it's something we, we should be avoid. So you also like as a company, you should create a safe space for people to, to try and fail. You know, like I, I also tell my teams, they're like, this thing's going to work. I'm like, I don't know. You tell me, do it and let me know. <laughs> Share your learnings. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't have a, I don't have a, a magic wound or I cannot predict the future. Like, I think it will, but who am I? Try, let me know. And if it doesn't work, we don't do it again. Fine. <laughs> Yeah, but that's great. I like that. And, and, you know, trying to set up hypotheses and A-B tests and just try new things all the time and and uh, keep the good ones and, uh, and, you know, move on from the bad, bad, exactly. bad tries. And then make it into a playbook, into a process that you can share. So it's like things go hand in hand. They don't shouldn't go separate ways, you know? Yeah, yeah. And things evolve. So what was, like true six months ago it's not now so it should be evolving anyway your processes using creativity yeah. to make yeah. to make them better because creativity as i said is also problem solving so it doesn't have to be painting a picasso you know it can also be how can i improve my process that works that makes sense that's also being creative that's true yeah and and um fantastic thank you so much for sharing and one last question now, before I know you have a lot of things to, to move on to, uh, where can we read up more about your content? Because I know you have a lot and you mentioned your webinars and other things you have written and, and so forth. So where, where do we find this? So, um, LinkedIn. So, uh, I post almost every day on LinkedIn. That's my, my only social media, really. I don't have Instagram. I don't have TikTok. I barely go on my Facebook. So LinkedIn is the place to go. And then uh, the webinars, uh, I moderate webinars very uh, often from my company. So you just have to follow Wonderways LinkedIn as well to see the webinars. And then I'm hosting two podcasts as well. So one is about buyer personas. So every week I interview three heads of marketing, three heads of engineering, three heads of quality assurance. And I just ask them like, what do you do? <laughs> like, tell me more about your, I don't understand your role. Like what's, what? what's success for you? What are your main challenges? So, uh, this is one of the podcasts and there is another one that it's sales directly seen sales training. So I interview sales experts and I ask them what are the three main mistakes they have seen or experienced in sales training. So it's, that one is really short, 15 minutes, easy to consume. So you don't waste much of your time. You listen, you have three insights and you go. 
So those are, let's say, the three ways that I'm now sharing content. Fantastic. Wow. Really like that. Uh, I need to go there and listen in to, to your stuff and your podcast, of course. Happy so, to hear your feedback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mafalda. Well, thank you so a much. Pleasure to talk to you. And I'm so like happy I... to hear your passion about creativity in the sales, prospect, uh, sales prospecting process. And I wish you all the best with uh, with the Wonder Way and uh, the sales training platform you have there and so forth. So thank you. So Likewise. Much. Thank you. Thank you so much.